from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That's amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, Mocha. Yeah. You ready? Nope. Oh. Just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all threw you off. <laughs> I, I had already taken in like a big deep breath and everything. <laughs> that like uh, sorry yeah okay cool uh hey mocha yeah. you ready yes let's do the news the Roz and mocha show podcast news break uh you want to go through some of this diddy sure so diddy released a new record right yeah called and, uh the love album off the grid right and a bunch of collabs on it but i guess there's like let's go through Two. One is uh, a song called Moments featuring Bieber, and the other one is uh, Another One of Me with The Weeknd. What do you want to hear first? You want to hear The Weeknd one first? Because yeah. this is the one that Weeknd said that this would be his last ever collab. Oh, right, 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 right. Don't waste your tears on me. I'm going to tell you it ain't worth the fight. I'm going to hurt you if you let me. I can love you only for the night. I can love you for the night. It's pretty much like this, the entire song. Like and then, weekend song. And then, like, does French Diddy, Montana does, comes in. Does Diddy come in at all? I think, like, at the end for, like, oh, a brief second. Kind of. And then 21 Savage raps on it. What kind of collab is that? It's a pretty mellow album, to be honest. Oh. I'm not a fan. No, I'm bored. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you want to hear Moments with Justin Bieber? Yes, please. This is uh, on Diddy's new a album. A lot of new Bieber today. You got the SZA track. You got yeah. the Diddy track. And this song, it's pretty much Bieber, the entire track. And then close to the end, Diddy comes in. <laughs> Anyway, it's a very mellow album. It's like an hour and a half. Yeah, apparently. It's like an hour and a half. It's 22 songs. Oh, first Because I listen to the album, right? Yeah, the whole thing? The whole thing. And the first three songs, the progression, he set it up where you think that the tempo is going to keep going up and up and up. It doesn't. And I was like, oh, wow, okay, I get the vision. And then the entire, from song four onwards, it was just like, down, down. What were you doing while listening? I was driving. Oh, oh you shouldn't do my that. God. Not to this. Couldn't imagine. All right. So that's the new Diddy. Sound like you really phoned it in, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Listen. <laughs> it really does. The one thing I'll say, right? The one positive. Yeah. Because I'm a big fan of Diddy and his so production and his production work bow, is bow. incredible, right? Bow, bow, uh, the bow, production bow. on the album is amazing. Yeah. I just feel like the production. He should have just like produced songs for these artists. It would have suited just other albums. Yeah. As opposed to 
this compilation. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I don't know if you saw this press conference yesterday with NASA where they're trying to normalize UFOs. It's really weird because once people start saying things like they need to, you know, destigmatize and... But it's not UFO anymore. It's like UTI or something? Yeah, UAPs. Yeah. Yeah, unidentified. It's unidentified anomalous anomalous phenomena, whatever. It's UFOs. But you pronounce Um, it WAP. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> Cardi B would be happy. Uh, so they're cautioning that the negative perception surrounding UFOs poses an obstacle to collecting data. So once they start saying, like once they start laying the groundwork for let's not be negative, let's be welcoming, let's destigmatize oh. the idea, you have to know that they're just they're laying the groundwork for something to like ease everybody into it. So what? They don't want us to like offend I get, aliens I now. Get, don't be scared. Don't. I don't know. Don't be scared. I don't, or don't I offend don't know them. What it is. But listen, why is it because they I know something know. more that I, we don't know? I, and I, they know that the, the aliens think. are a threat. I don't know. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But here, listen to uh, uh, NASA egghead uh, Bill Nelson. We are looking for signs of life, past and present, and it's in our DNA to explore. And to ask why things are the way they are. Sounds like a movie character. Mm. In June of last year, NASA commissioned an independent study team to examine unidentified anomalous phenomena. We did so with a few goals in mind. Mm -hmm. First, to examine how NASA can use our expertise and instruments to study UAP from a scientific perspective perspective. Second, shift the conversation Mm. about UAP from sensationalism to science. There we go. Mm. And to make sure that whatever we find Mm -hmm. or whatever we recommend, to make sure that information is shared transparently around the world. You know, nah, you're not it's going to be such a drag too when they when they do announce that they found life or whatever, and literally, it's just going to be like a worm. Yeah, you know that, totally. Eh? Like that's all. Like that's <laughs> totally. what it'll be. It'll be some little tiny critter, and they're like, "This is the it's alien," and mm-hmm. you're like, "Yeah, I get. Technically, it's alien, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> I we get it. See, uh, I get with it. The big eyes, yes. and the massive head. Yes, you know the, that the revelation, the mind control, absolutely, and the probing. Yes, the revelation is going to be we found life." And everybody's going to be like, oh, my God. And it's going to be in like a jar with yeah. a stick and a leaf yeah, here. And, a, and a hole poked in the top of it. <laughs> this is what we got. Yeah. Right? You Let all that smoke. We all don't want that smoke. <laughs> Come on now. You don't think? No. No? I kind of want that smoke. <laughs> I really do. Uh, here's well, a little uh, bit. Aliens, if you're listening, at Roz Weston on Yeah, Twitter. I want all the smoke. <laughs> and TikTok. Yeah, and man. Yeah. That TikTok. You know, I'll, I'll read it next year. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to hit me up there if you never want to get a reply. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Justin Timberlake talking a little bit. He released a video uh, of them in the studio and uh, about the new song, the NSYNC reunion, calling it a, uh, uh, it's all about the fans for Justin Timberlake. So many stars aligned that that's why I hit you. I was like, hey, something came up. <laughs> if we do this song, it's a love letter to our fans. I would be honored to have the group on this song. Who's ready for a reunion? I don't mind if the world spins 
Do you get the sense that Justin Timberlake treats the other guys like the help? Yeah. What? Yeah, listen to what he just said. Yeah. I want you guys on this yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. means he was approached and he's like, oh, yeah. let me get my buddies. Yeah, it sounds like he treats them like the help. Oh. Really does. And guess what? What? Chris Kirkpatrick does not mind. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So I don't know if you saw this video of the 23-year-old guy named Pierce Sawyer who got caught getting freaky in the airplane bathroom oh, on, yeah. on EasyJet, right? Mm-hmm. So what? So he's Easy in the bathroom jet. with EasyJet. He's in the bathroom <laughs> with, uh, with a woman. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows they're in there, right? Mm-hmm. And so the everybody on the flight has their phones out, and they just keep, like, goading the flight attendant to whip open the door. And the flight attendant does. And when he whips open the door, they're, f- like, freaking in there. Mm-hmm. So here's what that sounded like. <laughs> Okay, that's what everybody saw. All right, you perv, settle yes, down. Exactly. So settle down. So, um, what's worse than getting caught? It was his twenty third birthday. Mm-hmm. They were flying to Ibiza. Of but, course, okay, they were. But what's worse than getting caught joining the Mile High Club on your birthday? There is only one thing that is more mortifying than that. I know exactly. At least I think I do. But go ahead. Is having your mother then do a round of press talking about it? <laughs> no. So Pierce Sawyer hasn't said anything, but his mom Elaine is doing interviews. No. She says that she was at home relaxing watching a TV talk show when she first saw the video of her son in the bathroom. Then all her son's friends started sending her the video as well. Bruh. She she does say that it's not something that a mother wants to see, but she also gave up that the woman in the bathroom with her son was a stranger that he just met before they boarded the plane. (laughs) Yo, are we clapping? (laughs) Sure, yes. Ibiza. Yes. (laughs) It'll get you every time. I thought you were going to say that. She goes, just wait, let me finish here. Oh, yeah, yeah. She goes, I don't think he knew her. They were all just having a good time in the airport, and then this happened. (laughs) He's a 23-year-old single lad on his birthday going to Ibiza. It's a party plane. But she also noted that her son does not want to talk about it. (laughs) But she did. So she does. (laughs) She gave all the dirt. Yes. Everything. Everything. I thought that you were going to say. Poor guy. That this guy had a girlfriend back home, oh, no, and no, this was no. like just a random. No, it was just a random. They just met in the airport. They just met. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. Hey, <laughs> that's more that led that guy. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, I don't know what's going on with the Queer Eye cast. Oh but, my god! So is this drama more like? Should we be concerned? I'm with this? I'm concerned. Is this so, the beginning of the end? So Anthony um, from Queer Eye, Anthony, I guess had his bachelor party because he's getting married, okay. and the only guy from the cast that was invited to his bachelor party was Tan. And nobody, none of the other queer guys were invited. So this is uh, Karamo Brown talking to. 
uh, Andy Cohen about it. Did you go to Anthony's bachelor party? I did not. I wasn't invited. Oh, really? The shade of it all. Well, no, Bobby Burke was here yesterday, and uh-huh. he wasn't invited either. No, Bobby was not invited. I was not invited, and Jonathan was not invited. So, wait. So, just Tan was invited. Just Tan was invited. Wow. Now, the Bobby shade. made it seem like, oh, we couldn't make it, but Tan was able to make it. He said it nicer. No. Listen. I'm all about being real and being yes. upfront. We weren't invited. Oh. Damn, Carl. Oh. With the team. So right? what happened? No idea. And it looked like a great bachelor party. They were all went. They all went camping, Ugh, like at a beautiful campsite. Well, yeah. I wouldn't have gone. No. Sorry. Same. Yeah, no. Same. I don't like okay. it that much to go no. camping. <laughs> Big bachelor party. You gonna go yeah. camping? If you didn't invite me to your bachelor party camping, I would send you the thank you card. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, with the kind of money these guys have, camping. Oh camping. no! But when I say camping, like it was a very glamorous campsite. Mm-hmm. Was there a W hotel there? No. Well, then that ain't glamorous. That ain't glamorous. No, I'm with you on that. I don't take your. I don't want to go camping for my. I, uh, come on. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So Whoopi Goldberg. I don't know what's going on with Whoopi. So Whoopi was in the middle of a conversation about how Mitt Romney, after all these years in politics, is not going to seek re-election next time. So they're having this really heady conversation about Mitt Romney, okay. and then. Halfway through a thought, she looks across the table at Farrah Griffin, who's one of the co-hosts, mm-hmm. and says this. Listen. But it does not stop us from doing the right thing when people are in need. And so this, the toughest thing for me has been to watch the disregard for people. Are you pregnant? No. <laughs> what? Oh what? What? When my mother-in-law is here, who's been dying for me to get pregnant. Why would you say that? Why do I look pregnant? Yes. I just got a <laughs> Oh my I, god, did you get the I got I just Please got a vibe. My tummy. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Can we, it totally just, it, it um, was can we take very, bets? Can we take bets at the table? Oh very open to being pregnant soon. I am not blessed to be pregnant yet. Okay. My you, husband are, you are sure? thinking about it. I'm They're pretty sure. They're working on it. I'm Sorry, pretty sure. Muffs. <laughs> I, I, forgive me. I'm just, I'm, I, you have this, I see we a load of me. We will take it. I will take it. What are you doing? What are you doing? Aunt Whoopi, what are you <laughs> doing? Oh you can't Whoopi's going wild on that show. Right. What the hell? Anyway, that was Whoopi. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Morgan Wallen. Um, oh, my God. Fans of the show last night. He's doing two, three nights in uh, Three in Toronto, sold huh? out nights. Crazy, Yo, this bro. crowd last night. Look at Maria. You're going on Saturday, right? I saw he was rocking a Jays jersey last night, too. Roy Halliday jersey. Well, it was old school. Yeah. He had a pop-up shop, too. The world's first Morgan Wallen pop-up. Really, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a, he had a good time. The crowd had a good time wow. last night. It was insane, man. This is my first ever headlining show in Canada as a whole ever period. I felt like it was only appropriate that I had a song about something I love so much. So this is my version of that. It's called 98 Braves. <laughs> You're going to this Morgan Wallen show wow. tonight or tomorrow. You are in for a treat. 
the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. The finale of Winning Time last night. You haven't started watching Winning Time no, yet. No, I'm gonna eh? binge now. Now that the, yeah, it's you done. should. It was it was really good, but there's I guess controversy. No, no, no. I guess what happened was is that they were going into season two. What I'm guessing, unsure whether there was going to be a season three. Um, because Winning Time, by the way, is the story of the uh, Lakers dynasty mm-hmm. uh, from the '80s. So Magic Johnson, Kareem, Showtime. Uh, uh, what's that? Showtime Lakers. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Um, uh, Pat Riley, like, and mm-hmm. and then the, and then the and then in Boston you had Larry Bird and, and everything. So it was that whole thing. Um, but it, the series finale was last night, so they ended it after oh. after season two. And um, I was just reading a bunch of articles where the when reporters got the preview of what was the season finale. It didn't have a lot of the stuff at the end that then made this a series finale. So when oh. they made this season, I don't think that they were anticipating it being the last. So they cobbled together like this clunky sort of ending to oh. end to end the end the whole story. So were fans kind of pissed. Uh, yeah, I, th- I, I mean, I think that fans like are disappointed. I think that fans are pissed because the show is winning time, and. The show ends after the 84 finals where oh. where the Lakers don't win, mm. right? Should be winning time and then in brackets. Something. <laughs> Can't win yeah, them all. Yeah, but it was great, though. The guy who plays Larry Bird, oh, my God. Incredible. Yeah? Like, okay. oh, he's Now that I know it's done, dick. I can binge. Sud, like if, if this really? like oh my god and then they do stuff in the show where they're like this actually happened this actually happened oh, okay. and the stuff with larry bird is like oh my god that did guy it was, all, that guy was all a, happened that guy was a monster like he didn't want to play ball right and he was just like this the, the, the team wanted him and he was kind of done with basketball and everything else and then they sort of like i don't know what they did to piss him off but he shows up at a practice one day Wearing uh, jeans and like Kodiaks, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, and he's like, "Give me the ball." And they're like, "Don't you want to? Don't you want to put on like a pair of shorts?" And he's like, "No." And he played in jeans and Kodiaks. And then the thing was, he actually did this, oh and, and he just and he smoked all these dudes. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Word. Did he such ever, a hillbilly? His entire career was with Boston, right? Yeah, Larry yeah. Bird. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And as wild as that, it ended. Uh, you said the series ended in season nineteen eighty four. Yeah, the next season the Lakers won. I know the title. Oh, no. I know. Which yeah. is such a yeah, crappy yeah, end. Yeah, Damn. No, I know. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh man, Hugh Jackman and his wife uh, Deborah Lee uh, Furness are divorcing after 27 years of marriage. What happened? I don't know. They say our, our journey is uh, is shifting, and we have decided to separate to pursue our individual growth. Uh, our family has has been and always will be our uh, highest priority. We undertake this next chapter with gratitude, love, and kindness. That's crazy. Like nobody yeah, thought they were going to break up. Nobody. Yeah. He's uh, fifty four. She's sixty seven. They got two kids together: a twenty three year old and an eighteen year old. Like that's a long life together, man. Yeah. Twenty seven years. Uh, here's a super awkward moment with a with a paparazzi who got Hugh Jackman on the uh, street. Like normally, you ask a question, and then in a tense moment like this, like you just move on. Mm-hmm. No need for follow ups. But listen to this. What kind of individual growth are you pursuing uh, next? Not quite right talking about on the street. But- <laughs> I appreciate your thoughts, man. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. What, what, what are we going to... It's a difficult time. So no, I know. I understand. I understand. Yeah, cool. What are we going to see? Oh, when oh. are we going to see... Uh, oh, man. Come on, bro. The, the next uh, Deadpool. I know they stopped production <laughs> because of uh, the strike. 
soon as well. I can't really know until then. Okay. Get back to work, but hopefully soon. I hope. It's, possible, <laughs> it's always good to see you, man. Good to see you, man. Good to see you. Uh, yes. Just move on, so bro. Awkward. You don't want to talk about it. Ugh. Okay, let's talk about Deadpool. He doesn't want to yeah. talk about anything, yeah. man. So uh, it's not that he just doesn't want to talk about this. He doesn't want to talk to you. Yeah. So what's your favorite Wolverine <laughs> character you've played in in X Men? Right, Hugh. Hugh, what 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 happened to your marriage? <laughs> listen, man. Listen, man. It's really like it's it's not it's not cool. Everything else. Oh, Hugh. One one more question. Uh, do you like clouds? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just like sticking around to say yeah. nonsense with these poor I'm guys. I'm gonna go get a sandwich. Can I get you anything? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You ever have to pee? <laughs> <laughs> I pooped three times this morning. Yeah, How about you? I, I know, right? God. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, hey, have Drake and Halle Berry patched up this fight? Oh, man. So, so, so Drake uh, released a collaboration with uh, SZA called Slime You Out. And I guess the cover art that they I used don't know. was a picture of Halle Berry getting slimed at the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards. And he reached out to Halle Berry, I guess, to just say, hey, you cool if I use this. And she said no. He didn't have to ask permission because the picture is actually owned by Getty. So as long as he gets the permission from the photographer, the, the the photo agency, he's fine. I guess he just did it as a as a courtesy, sure, to be cool, thinking that Halle Berry would absolutely say yes. But Halle Berry said no. And so she goes. Sometimes you have to be the bigger guy, even if you're a woman. That's not cool. I thought better of him. When people you admire disappoint you, you have to be the bigger person and move on. She goes on to say, why ask me if you intend to do what you want to do? That was... Yeah. I kind of agree with that. Like, if he knew he was going to use a picture anyway. Yeah. Right? Like, it's just... Nah, I don't know. It's kind of a it's kind of a D-bag move, right? It yeah. is like, a D-bag what, what's move. The, and why, why do that to Halle Berry? I will say this, though. He has said uh, much more, um, let's just say, explicit things about Halle Berry in his music before. Like, like much, much more. Yeah. Things oh, that I can't he? say on the radio. But yeah. how about putting a baby in her and stuff oh, like that? Oh, jeez. It's like really? a, a line in a song. Very important line in a song. How does that not get a guy canceled talking about putting a baby in somebody? You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 like... <laughs> Like, that's crazy to me. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Man, this Mike Babcock stuff really blew up, huh? I don't know if you saw this. Okay, so Mike Babcock, Mike Babcock, notorious. D bag uh-huh. of a coach of a person. What was he? Columbus. So he Columbus, was right? he was just hired in Columbus, but he got fired from the Leafs. And uh-huh. if you remember back in the day when he was with the Leafs, because he's always had this reputation of just being like a complete jerk and aggressive and just nasty. And do you remember when Jay, so Jason Spezza, right, hometown mm-hmm. boy, signs with the Leafs, and. It's like such a great story because everybody loves the guy. Yeah. And it was night one and Jason Spetz, I think he bought, like bought something like 35 tickets or something like that for friends and family to come to the the opening night game. That's and nice. Babcock benched them. Why? He was a healthy scratch for the opening night. Like <gasps> oh. didn't, didn't even give him that. Not even Went, a couple of minutes? No, no. He sat in the press box. What? He, didn't, he, didn't he bought even, all the tickets? He, he didn't even dress. Oh, 
Man, that's yeah. not nice. Yeah, he didn't even dress. And uh, um, with Mitch Marner. Wait, but did they give a reason? No, he doesn't have to give a reason. Because he's the coach. Yeah, he's the coach. Um, With Mitch Marner, if you remember, he had Mitch Marner, who was young at the time, right? He had Mitch Marner come into his office and make a list where he ranked his teammates by work ethic. So he made Mitch Marner rank his teammates by work ethic. Then he took that list to all the guys on the bottom of the list and showed them. Here's what Mitch thinks of you. Yes. That's why when I talked to Mitch and had him rank who was cutest, everyone right. said I was doing a Babcock yes. thing. Yes. That's oh. why. Yes. Right? So wait, so, so anyway, what happened so, in so the guys on Spit and Chicklets, right? Uh-huh. Uh, Paul Bizanet and uh, Ryan Whitley. So they got wind that Babcock in Columbus was asking players to show them, to show him their camera roll on their phone. For what? And he would put it on, he would airplay it on the big screen in his office. Oh, no. And he said that oh. it was just a way of getting to know you. It was like an icebreaker. Like, I just want to get to know you and your family. Oh, right. um, the new Mike Babcock, which in itself is weird, yeah. right? And then, so they released a statement saying that, hey, it was totally fine. It's just like a bonding exercise. But then the NHLPA, the Players Association, gets involved and they do a deeper investigation. And I guess what happened was some of the older guys on the team were cool with it, but the younger guys were not cool yeah, with yeah. it and i guess he also did this outside of the office with one of the younger players where they were just like out maybe at a dinner or something like that i don't know where he just asked to see his phone yeah that's weird right don't super ask me weird for my phone, so bro. anyway so he resigned he's gone he'll never coach again yeah what no a, way. What a <laughs> jesus uh out of everybody in this room who has the worst camera roll you think <laughs> oh <laughs> it's not me <laughs> It's not me. I can guarantee you it's not yeah. me. I'm going to say it's Maury. I'll hand my phone to anybody <laughs> anytime. Yeah. Right? I've I've never taken an I've never taken a naked selfie. Yeah. But the best part of this is Mocha can't ask to see my phone now and, after that story. Right. And I've never Yeah, I know. Well, you you volunteered anyway though, Maury. Uh-huh. Right? No, I've never. I know who would be Okay, if the boss came into the room right now and said, "All right, boys, Let's see them phones. Put them up on the. Let me airplay them to the screen. Yeah. Who's keeping their phone in their pocket the longest? Oh, damn, Amori. You think Absolutely. so? I think it's a tie between Shem and I. You must be out your mind, buddy. You got two phones that are. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You don't got anything on that phone, Shem? I didn't say that. Oh, I just, I just <laughs> said I wouldn't be as bad as Maury. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> also, but but also, like I would be kind of like impressed if, like, if they plug Shem's phone in and it was just like all freak stuff, I'd be like, "Yo, hey, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Give like that that's what, that's what we want on the team." There's screenshots of the Bible in yeah. there as well. Oh, like, please okay, okay, settle okay, down. Okay, okay. <laughs> but if I had freak stuff, you wouldn't clap. No. <laughs> no. No, 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 because it would, you could see the branches in front of it where you were hiding, like taking a picture and stuff like this. You know what I mean? Why does that look, you know, right? So Shem just moves branches. Like in a coffee cup behind the toilet kind of thing, right? Like that, that angle, right? No, man, I don't want to see your freak stuff more. Oh no chance. Oh <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hang on here. I got to do this real quick. I got to yeah. do this real okay, quick. Okay, go, go, uh, go, go. Snoop's afraid of horses. Did you know this? What? Yeah, no. I don't. I don't like horses either. I, I, Why? I, I've, I, I don't know. I, I won't ride a horse. No chance would I ever ride a horse. I used to when no, I went to overnight camp. No, there's no chance I would ever ride a horse. Um, but, uh, but here's Snoop on his uh, uh, YouTube show talking to Tiffany Haddish. 
I used to think I was going to be a horse farmer. I wanted to raise horses. I used to love that. I'm scared of horses. What? As big as you are? I'm scared of horses to this day, Tiff. I don't know why. I I just f***ing scared of them. Are you serious? I'm so serious. You ain't never seen me in a scene with a horse. You are I'd have so been right. in a scene with ostriches, iguanas, all kinds of <laughs> shit. Never been in a scene with a horse. Like, nigga, get that away from me. I don't know why. Maybe in your past life you fell off a horse I or think something. That, I think I may have been the headless horseman or some. Wow. Yeah. Who would have knew? Yeah, man. No, I'm with Snoop on this one. Not a fan of horses at all. F them horses? Yeah. Well, no, I I want them to live long and happy lives, right? Just behind that fence. (laughs) Yeah, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. In a joint uh, newspaper and television special over the weekend, uh, Russell Brand has been accused of sexual assault and rape by four women. And I think that others have come forward since the special aired. Uh, They say the attacks happened between 2006 and 2013. This is basically when he was at like his most famous, Mm. like his most sort of like global uh, American fame. Get him to the Greek and getting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, exactly. One woman uh, claims that she has a text message uh, that she sent him saying when a girl says no, it means no. And then he texted her back saying that he was sorry and that he would make it up to her. Another says that uh, Brand was uh, abusive to her during a three-month relationship when he was 31 and she was 16. What? The third claims that uh, Brand threatened to take legal action if she went public. Uh, he got try. I guess they contacted him for a statement. Mm. And uh, before the special aired, Russell Brand uh, released this video on his YouTube channel. These allegations pertain to the time when I was working in the mainstream, when I was in the newspapers all the time, when I was in the movies. And as I've written about extensively in my books, I was very, very promiscuous. Now, during that time of promiscuity, the relationships I had were absolutely always consensual. And to see that transparency metastasized into something criminal that I absolutely deny makes me question, is there another agenda at play? Also, it's worth mentioning that there are witnesses whose evidence directly contradicts the narratives that these two mainstream media outlets are trying to construct, apparently in what seems to me to be a coordinated attack. Uh, There have been no formal reports to police in connection with any of the allegations against Russell Brand, although uh, uh, the Scotland Yard said that they would be speaking again to the Sunday Times and Channel 4 to ensure any victims of crime uh, they had spoken to were aware how to report any criminal allegations to police. So there you have that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Drew Barrymore postponing her um, talk show return. Man, Drew, oh, really? What oh happened? Oh my God. Like, Drew really took it on the chin with this. Um, so. She came out to say she's going to start up her show again because it's more than just the writer. She has an entire staff of people that are also out of work. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Drew had released originally this video. I wanted to own a decision and I would just take full responsibility for my actions. I know there's just nothing I can do that will make this okay for those it is not okay with. My intentions have never been in a place to upset or hurt anyone. It's not who I am. There's a huge question of the why. Why am I doing this? (laughs) Well, I certainly couldn't have expected this kind of attention. This is bigger than me. And there are other people's jobs on the line. So she deleted that video. 
and then oh. said, I have listened to everyone and I'm making the decision to pause the show's premiere until the strike is over. I have no words to express. My deepest apologies to anyone I have hurt, of course, uh, to our incredible team who works on the show and has made it what it is today. We really tried to find a way forward and I truly hope for a resolution uh, for the in- industry uh, soon. And the talk, remember, they were supposed to come back and yeah. Jennifer Hudson's show, so neither of them are returning either because they just don't want to get picketed. Yeah. Now, the uh, WGA, the Writers Guild picket lines have moved from the Drew Barrymore show over to The View because, if you know, The View has been on the air mm-hmm. doing new shows. Um, so, you know, I don't know how that's going to affect them. Also, when did they come back? The uh, they've just been back. Like, they've just been back. But how they fly under the radar? Yeah. Because the other day we were talking about I, I, something that Whoopi said on The View, but... I think yeah. because the same reason um, uh, Kelly and Mark and the same reason Tamron Hall is they claim to have no writers. Oh, it's all them. Right. Like what they say is Believe me. them. Yes. They, they, claim to have, they claim to have no writers. But Whoopi, and Whoopi is an actor, though. She should be not working. Well, she's allowed to do this, though. You're allowed to do podcasts and talk shows. I mean, Matthew McConaughey was a guest on that show like last week or whatever it was, a right? A guest, but not hosting. Uh, yeah, but I'm just saying she's not she's not breaking any laws or, or any of the sort of agreements. She's allowed to do this, um, but they claim to not have writers. Mm. So that's the, the sort of workaround. <laughs> Where all them words right? come from. Uh-huh. 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 Let's see. I'll throw to a commercial break. Okay. <laughs> come on now. There's something on that cue card. Whoopi yeah. didn't write it. Uh-huh. Whoopi didn't write it. Yeah, she's not at home with a giant cue card and no, a Sharpie. No, no. <laughs> Bring him in work the next day. <laughs> like, here, hold this. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, because of the writer's strike, and the lack of uh, sort of like new shows in the fall, CBS has started airing Yellowstone on oh, the yeah? ne- on the network. Oh, great! And people are pissed because Why? in order it well, because I mean, in order to get Yellowstone to an appropriate level of, I don't even know, like standards that networks have to follow. Like a lot of Yellowstone has to be cut up, right? So yeah. a lot of hardcore Yellowstone fans are like, "Don't watch on." Uh, on the network because it's just it's a it's a like a, a, a like a ghost version of what Yellowstone actually was right, but it did huge numbers. Of course it I, did. I think like like almost seven million people watched it. You want to fight someone? Season you fight one, me. season one. But like, think of all the stuff on Yellowstone that you love, and how much of that could not be shown on network television. Oh, almost all of it. How do you censor the Beth character? How do you yeah. censor? Like, I bet she doesn't even exist. I yeah, know. like who's Beth? Yeah, <laughs> like how do you censor Rip? Yeah, oh, how do you censor? Any of the stuff that happens in like the barn house when the guys are like playing poker and stuff. Yeah, I don't. This. What's that more? No, I, I oh, need to watch Maria? this. You haven't oh, watched you Yellowstone? Haven't watched Yellowstone? No. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Start at the beginning then. Start at yeah. the beginning. And don't watch it on CBS. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But okay. Uh, Kevin Costner, the, the story is that uh, he will not be back on Yellowstone. Uh, he wanted to. So he and Tyler Sheridan had this huge sort of like falling out because Costner wanted... Like he had in his like in his contract that he uh, he wanted script approval and all this other stuff, and he only wanted to work like five days out of like all the shooting schedule. And then he went through the divorce with his wife and all this stuff, and then he wanted to come back. But the word word is that Tyler Sheridan has already written him out of the show. 
Oh, they're going to kill him off. Right. So here's the thing is that is that this is a crazy clause in his contract is that Kevin Costner in his contract has a, quote, moral death provision, which lists ways that John Dutton can and cannot be killed off. Do we know what those ways are yet? No, the only thing we know is that Tyler Sheridan is not a fan, and he brought it up specifically. He calls them FU car crashes, and he brings up McDreamy on Grey's Anatomy as a way to get rid of a character where it's just some random out-of-the-blue car crash. So it's going to be something a little bit more meaningful, I guess, but they're not just going to show up one day and be like, John got killed. He is somebody hit him with a truck while he's on his horse. Trampled like, by cattle. It's not going to be that. Yeah, maybe something like that. I don't know. Or trampled by horses. Yeah, I don't know. Something. You know, who knows? Or like or some, Rip just gets fed up. But you can't not show that, though. Like, it has to be something acceptable to the audience because oh, you're not going to be able to I show got it. it. Like, he has to die off screen. Helicopter crash. Helicopter. What's that? That's different. What's, what makes that different than a, than a car accident? He's not going to do that. Food that, poisoning. Food poisoning. Yes. yes. Something like that. Yes. Somebody poisoned one of the cattle on the Dutton Ranch, <laughs> which then gets turned into the steak yeah. that he eats. Yeah, how much you want to watch this show now, Maria? And honestly, S- sounds good. Okay, cool, cool, <laughs> cool. We didn't, we didn't ruin no, it. No, oh, honestly, yeah. honestly, Maria Yellowstone is it's good. I've amazing. heard nothing but amazing things, so yeah, I yeah. really do need to watch it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Thomas Markle doing the rounds of uh, interviews again. So this time with Good Morning Britain. Oh, poor Thomas Markle. What happened now? Uh, well, so he had a stroke, right? Mm-hmm. And now he like he sounds like he's had a stroke and he's old and the whole thing with Harry and Meghan and all the controversy that w- that went down. So so first let's start with this. Did uh Meghan reach out to her father, Thomas Markle after he had a stroke? And then you have a stroke. You were very ill with that stroke as Susanna said you lost the power of speech. Did Meghan make any attempt, even via a third party, to see how you were doing? To my knowledge, no, n- no attempts at all. Oh, uh, no one tried. Uh, uh, I, I haven't seen Megan and Harry uh, in five years. And the last time I spoke with them, I, I was on a hospital bed before the wedding. Not even your own father. Because no, you remember he faked those paparazzi photos, but then said that he got hustled, and then he released that private letter that Megan wrote him and everything yeah, else. Yeah. He actually says that in California, as a grandparent, you can actually sue to see your grandkids, but I don't think he wants to go down that road. So here is Thomas Markle talking about why he feels Megan is still mad. I really have no idea. No. And uh, <laughs> as far as the, the thing I'm accused of, uh, uh, it turns out I was set up for that and uh, as set out to ruin the wedding. It, it was a, a ploy by uh, a, a, a company and uh, um, I was, uh, I was a, a victim. Damn, Damn, Thomas Markle. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Question, who in this room by a show of hands would pay to use Twitter? If all Twitter users had to pay to use Twitter. 
No, sorry, I'm not doing it. How much? No. Okay, let's say let's say barely end because right now to have Twitter blue is 23 cents a day. So whatever that works out to, I don't know. Yeah, I do it. Uh, so <laughs> so so let let so if they because it's it's most likely going to happen because this is advertising dollars are way down on Twitter uh-huh. or X, I guess you could say. And one of the reasons for that are the bots. They are uncontrollable and they've really cluttered everything up and, and made Twitter for the most part not a fun place to, to sort of hang out or even use it as a, a search engine or whatever you want to use it for. And Elon thinks that the only way to get rid of the bots is to charge everybody to use Twitter because bots don't pay. So that is the solution that he feels so let's say, um, let's say it's show of hands right now, four dollars a month. Who's paying for Twitter? Yep. Shem, Maria, no. Maury? No. No. Mocha. No. no. I would. I'd I pay would. four dollars. I pay you four dollars. You pay four dollars a month yeah, to use yeah, Twitter? Yeah, I pay four dollars a month for Twitter. Week. Yeah. Bro, if I'm yeah. not paying for YouTube premium, I'm not paying for Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, Monday Night Football debuted the uh, new opening uh, last oh. night, I believe it was, mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Chris Stapleton doing In the Air Tonight, that old Phil Collins song. So there's two versions. There's one um, with uh, with Chris and then there's one with Snoop. But here's the, 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 the solo Chris. Fire. Wow. That is fire. Uh, here, you want to hear the Snoop version where Snoop does a little it's Snoop It's all the off same the song. It's just Snoop <laughs> comes in later on in the song. <laughs> okay, listen to this. Rivals. Us versus them. Survival. <laughs> we must win. It's tribal. My team like Ken. By any means necessary. When head-to-head with adversaries. Nothing is given, so we got to take it. It's fourth and inches, so we got to make it. Can you feel it? <laughs> I gotta tell you, yeah. the uh, guys in my football group chat yeah. loved it. They did. They were going crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, what yeah. do you call your football group chat, by the way? Do you guys have a cool name? It's the footballers. The, oh, the yeah. footballers. But B A L L E R Z. Oh, the footballers. Yeah. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I gotcha. They were Very pleased cool. with that Pittsburgh game last night, beating Cleveland. Sounds lit. 26 22. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't Good know. I, I didn't watch that video. What what game was it that some guy got hurt? Like he broke his leg or something oh, like that. That was the Cleveland Browns game. Was it a Cleveland game? Yeah. I didn't want I didn't watch. I because I don't want to see the video. I can't watch a video of somebody uh like breaking their leg like that or doing whatever happens. There's an there's a there's a video that every now and then pops up. <laughs> Remember Sid Vicious, the wrestler? Oh, my God, yes. yes. Psycho right? Sid? Oh, yeah. Psycho Sid? Yeah. There's a video, and he's a big guy. He's yeah. like 6'10", 6'11", right? I'm cringing. And the thing is, so so we've seen, like, Conor McGregor, it happened to, and then... Anderson uh, Silva. Anderson Silva, oh, where, like, so where bad. the leg breaks in half, right? We've seen that before, and it always makes... I can't sleep for days afterwards. Yeah. But the thing that makes this one unique is that wrestlers wear those tall boots, mm-hmm. right? And Psycho Sid... Did, wore these super tall boots and what makes it so much worse is that his leg breaks inside the boot yeah. like you can see it 
Right? You can, you can Yeah, yeah. Or, it's not supposed to fold. Maury and Maria, watch the video. Go find the video right now. Let me know when you have it. What's Psycho his name? Sid. Psycho yeah. Sid. Psycho Sid. Psycho. Psycho. Psycho Sid uh, breaks w- leg. Yeah, Psycho Sid breaks leg. Okay. Oh, see, if, okay. see if you can find that. See if you can find the video. Okay. Is, there just, is he watching it? Are you watching no, it? No, just hit play. Just hit play. We don't need to hear it. Just hit play because I don't know what happens. Oh! No! No, 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 no. I don't like that. Oh, my God. His leg just snapped in half. <laughs> he told you. Did you find it yet, Maury? It's loading. Oh. I know. I know. I can't even. It's like that. Who was a basketball player that snapped his shin in half, too? Yeah. Paul George. Paul George. Yeah. 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 Maury, what the hell? What's going on? It's circling. Oh, find another one. Where did you decide to watch this? Do you have dial up internet in there? Welcome (laughs) to here. Something's going on in there, man. Clear that browser history, bro. Exactly. (laughs) Your computer's doing a lot of lifting in there. Every time, every time, every time Maury looks for something, his computer has to take all Here the stuff go. he's hiding from one side of the computer, <laughs> moves it to the other side of the computer. Don't go look over there. Did you hit play, Maury? Yeah. Okay. This is uh, Maury watching uh, Sid Vicious, Psycho Sid, break his leg and... Oh! Yeah. Not good. Not good. Not good. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Helen Doan of Toronto. Just turned 112 years hey, old. Oh, yeah. Big right? up Helen. Big up Helen. Born in uh, September 18th, 1911. 1911. Uh, if anybody's interested in uh, hearing from Helen and sort of what uh, she attributes her longevity to, here's, here, is, here she is. What does being 112 feel like? It just feels like any other day. Oh, damn, in your face, everybody. (laughs) There's nothing clever about it. (laughs) The centenarian has an excellent memory. She remembers being a child in northern Ontario and the First World War. I sang on the stage for the soldiers when I was four years old. So what's the secret to her longevity? I told someone to keep on breathing. <laughs> Just keep breathing. Just keep breathing. Brilliant words. Yeah, for right? Congratulations and happy that. birthday. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Man, there's some big things going on with uh, Justin Trudeau and India. I don't know if you saw this from yesterday. So they're accusing, Trudeau got up in parliament, is accusing uh, uh, India of being involved in a uh, murder, a killing that took place in B.C. So here's Trudeau from yesterday. I just informed the leaders of the opposition directly that I want now to speak with all Canadians. Over the past number of weeks... Canadian security agencies have been actively pursuing credible allegations of a potential link between agents of the government of India and the killing of a Canadian citizen, Hardeep Singh Nijar. So uh, Hardeep Singh Nijar was a uh, Sikh leader out in B.C. And uh, Canada also expelled an Indian diplomat at the same time. So uh, Nijar was killed in a parking lot back in uh, June 18th. 
Um, and while the Sikh community uh, leaders in Canada have insisted that the government of India was involved, police at the time previously had said that they had no link to any foreign interference. The Indian government rejected these allegations, calling them absurd and motivated. And a statement from uh, India's Ministry of, Eternal, uh, of External Affairs says that uh, they've also now expelled a Canadian diplomat from India, and he has five days to leave the country. Hmm. Uh, they say the decision reflects uh, the government of India's growing concern at the interference of Canadian diplomats in our internal affairs. Uh, well, these Sikh community leaders uh, in Canada um, uh, are backing uh, everything that Trudeau had said and uh, saying that uh, uh, Najir at the time even said that he was afraid for his life. Uh, so this is big between Canada and India, man. Big. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Um, Russell Brand, uh, YouTube has uh, removed his monetization abilities on YouTube, citing a creator responsi- the creator responsibility policy. Hmm. Uh, his tour remaining shows have also been canceled. Although, and I didn't know this, uh, right after that documentary came out on Saturday night where he was accused by four different women of uh, rape and sexual assault, and then four more have since come out. He did a show that night. Oh. He, he did a comedy show that night. He, did he address it? Anybody no, he know? got a like, standing ovation and everything like that. Really? Like, presumably everybody yeah. knew because he sent out his statement uh, the, the, the day before. Uh, and the Metropolitan Police in London said in their statement um, that they have met and received a report. So the whole thing was, the big argument is why go to a television station and not to the police? There's mm-hmm. a whole other reason why women don't go to the police. Uh, but they're now reporting that they have uh, talked to somebody who is now claiming to the police that their assault uh, took place in Soho in London in 2003, Hmm. adding that the police are in contact with the woman and will be providing her with the appropriate support. So there's that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Question for you. How many, how often would you say your house is spotless? Where everything is clean. How, How often? Like how often do you walk into your house and go, you know what? There's not one thing left to do. One day every other week for about an hour. Okay. So, okay. So hold on here. You know why? Because we have two dogs that shed like crazy. Right. One day every other week for about an hour. So that is, what does that work out to in time? Shem, you want to do the math for that? Maury just recoiled. I wasn't going to ask you to do the math on that, Maury. (laughs) So they say this. If you walk around your house going, man, this place is never clean, you're not alone. According to a new report, the average person considers their home to be completely clean only a total of 11 days out of the year. That's 3% of the time. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean 11 days, like 11 full days or 11 days in a row. It could be like you where it is literally one hour Mm -hmm. every two weeks. Yeah, and the dogs get up from where they're laying. They walk around, and the hair falls off, and yeah. they get the Dyson and vacuum it up again. Right. That's 26 hours. 26, <laughs> 26 <laughs> hours. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> you are way far away well from below. the yeah, well below average. Uh, Maury, how often would you say that you walk into the house where you're like, man, nothing more needs to do? Keep in mind, we all know that you have a Portuguese husband. I know. I don't. It's I wake up Saturday mornings and he's already cleaning the bathrooms and stuff. Right. And then I go and ruin everything. So I'd say about an hour on Saturday. About about an hour on set. Poor Matthew. And mm. you're the one that ruins it. Mocha blames his dogs, the poor dogs with the hair. But but you're the one that ruins all Matthew's hard work. That's right. Wow. Shem, you live alone still? So how many hours? I'm a neat freak, bro. Wait a second. He didn't answer that question. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry. I'm, okay. I'm a neat freak. I'm a neat okay. freak. Yes. Um, no, I, I'm like like three, four days out of the week. Three, four days? Yeah. Spotless. Yeah. Spotless, bro. Like, Man. I'm talking like you know, the top of the hood fan in the kitchen, I am inside a neat of the stove. Freak. Absolutely. Everything. You ever, clean, you, you ever clean the inside of your stove? Hell no. No. <laughs> For what? I don't know. It's self clean. I'm, I'm just asking. I don't even do the self clean. No? No. No, I, no. No, because it's no. self clean. My issue with self-cleaning yeah. is that you got to spray the stuff and then you got to, it goes through this whole cycle and I got to leave the house with yeah. two dogs yeah, yeah, yeah. and do whatever good. for like four hours. No, it's not good. It's not good for you when you do that stuff, right? Yeah. When's the last time you take everything out of the kitchen drawers and clean the drawers? Oh, twice a week. What? Yeah, have to. Shem, sorry, sorry, sorry. Every other week, every other week, every week. That's what I meant. Sorry, every other week, every yeah, other week. Still, When's the last time sorry, everything you? Everything out. Everything every, out. Like the cutlery clean. drawer. Take all the we cutlery out. We took everything out. out, right? Yeah. From everywhere. Yeah. When we moved from our last house. Yeah. Into this house. Right. And then we will take everything out. <laughs> Thank once you. We decide <laughs> to move from this Thank house. Thank you. To wherever. Maury, when's the last time the fridge was completely emptied and scrubbed on the inside? Saturday morning. Oh, my God. But we wait, em- wait. the only drawer we empty out um, often is the snack drawer because, like, chocolate can get, like, you know, messy and stuff. Right. What about you? You well, haven't answered any of the questions. I'm like, I'm like you. Like, in, in our, you know, uh, we, <laughs> yeah. Because you know, like, <laughs> yeah, like, we have four cats, right? Yeah. It's Everything like, gets dirty all the yeah, time. Yeah, like, the house gets clean, the cats scatter, uh-huh. right? And as soon as, like, the, the floor is beautiful, Right, like, and then they go in the litter box and they trace their feet all over the floor. Yeah, right, like an hour. Like so I would say, spotless, like an hour, uh-huh. maybe. Yeah. Tops. Thank you. Tops. Thank you. What are you so dutty for? Shut oh. up. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Shem's got a fast car. Drive around town and he's got no girls. Oh, oh damn. damn. Wow. But he does. Wow. Shocking. That's what you call call freestyle, son. I thought you were going to say, Shem's got a fat ass. That's what I thought you were going to say. I really did. No, no, and I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I thought that's what was going to come out of his mouth. No, that's just rude, Ross. Yeah, no, 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 no. I thought Shem's fat ass was going to come out of Mocha's mouth. That's all. No, no, no. That's what I cringed when I when Mocha was saying that, but then he went at you for something completely like wow. that really hurt. That must have hurt, huh? That was just like that's very shocking. unwarranted. No, you know? it's shocking. It's yeah. really, that's, really that's shocking. Battle rap, though. That's you know, you just say are we things. battle rapping now? Oh, Is that what we're doing? Hold on now. Okay, give doing? him a beat. Give him a give beat. Give me a beat. Come you on, ready, son. Give, give him a beat. I'll drop a 16 on yeah, you right now. Give him a beat. We we got we got lots to do in the news, but this is like breaking news. <laughs> Come on, Shem. Yeah. I gotta write. I'm like I'm I'm I'm, war, I'm a war correspondent right now. <laughs> this is incredible. This is my dream come true. Yeah. They call me Shem and Nem. Oh. Uh, this one's for you, Mocha. You ready? Hey. Look. Ready? 
You way too short, son. Uh, you ain't got none. You ain't got class. Yo, I'm a whip that ass. Don't you know? I'm real fly. Hey, I'm a six foot tall guy. Huh, something that you can't relate to. That's because you're about four foot two. Hey. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm done. Settle down. Stop the dome, son. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Amazing Race Canada last night. It was a great story. Uh, Ty and Kat arrived um, first. And what makes this really great is that uh, um, he was one of the survivors of the Humboldt Broncos bus tragedy. Oh, wow. That happened on, uh, God, it was February 6, 2018 when this happened. Uh, to April. What's that? April. Sorry, April. Yeah, April 6th, uh, 2018, which is a crazy story. But here, listen to this. This is when uh, uh, Ty and Cat crossed the finish line. They're running. provinces, 11 cities, and over 12,000 kilometers from coast to coast. Ty and Kat. You're an inspiration to every Canadian watching right now and all the folks here today. How does it feel? It feels I... like our prayers and our dreams are answered. The gratitude is filling my heart and my, my soul right now, but I can't express what this individual beside me means to me. And it's just, it's, it's beyond words. What do you want to say to the families and your humble community? April 6, 2018 is a day that I'll never forget. And uh, there's, I always say, there's 16 beautiful families that have a forever missing seat at the dinner table. And I mean, the love and support we received uh, is still to this day something that you can't even put into words. And I just want to thank Canada. Yeah, yeah this was uh, wow. Ty's first time on a bus, too, I guess, doing this show. Jesus. Really? Did you cry, Maureen? I, Matthew and I were both balling. Oh, yeah. I'm crying now. Like, yeah. it was such an absolutely incredible season to watch those two, and I pegged it from the beginning. I was like, they have to win. Yeah. You think they cheated a little for them, or no? They won legit. And maybe a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Wait, a little bit they won legit, or a little bit they cheated for them? I would, too. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Cheat for them? Yeah. I'd help them win. Like, if I saw them in my neighborhood, like if Amazing Race came to my neighborhood, oh, right? Oh, yeah, I thought you meant, like, the show. No, and, like, I, and I recognize that guy as being one of the, the humble kids. I don't know. Oh, people gave them the express passes <laughs> and stuff. Everybody yes. wanted these guys oh, yeah. to win. As yes. a civilian, for sure. I'm not saying they didn't win legit. That's what I'm, no, I'm not saying that at all, but I'm no, like, no, no, no. I couldn't help myself, right? Mm. I'd be like, come on, I'd, I'd trip a guy. You know what I mean? Like, if Ty was a little behind and it was if like a foot race. If they need your truck, <laughs> would, they, would you give them your truck? Trip, would I give him my truck? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'd give my truck. Aww. Yeah, I would. But a good thing was he just won a new truck so he doesn't need my truck two new trucks <laughs> right two yeah. one each yeah they each, uh, they, they each want a truck. truck yeah yeah so he doesn't need my truck right at all <laughs> don't hold me to that okay i really need my truck <laughs> the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast uh 98 degrees so i guess this is their 25th anniversary they're hey. on they're on tour and clapping. Yo, everyone's clapping degrees. yeah 
Uh, so Nick and Drew Lachey and 98 Degrees, uh, hear their thoughts on uh, the big NSYNC reunion, quote unquote, with their uh, with their new song. How annoyed are you guys at NSYNC for coming out? I mean, <laughs> we love it. Are Stole you kidding? The thunder. Why? Because it's more yeah. just yeah. boy band That's hysteria. Right. Yes, it's the boy band universe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, when we all, when one succeeds, we kind of all succeed. Yeah, because we're all kind of like us in sync, Backstreet. We're all kind of clumped into the same, yes. into the same kind of pile there. So right. one's elevated; it kind of elevates everybody. Yes, but I mean, happy for those guys personally too, because we we know obviously them well at this point, yeah. and, and excited for you know excited for the fact that they're hopefully going to do this, and and you know they've held out for a long time, so Wouldn't be a big be moment. Great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fingers so crossed. Cool. Damn. Sorry. Uh, Ninety eight degrees. Nick and Drew. Who's is there? Anybody else in the band? Who's the other guys? Yeah, Jeff. 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 Who? No, uh, it's Jeff. He's got two two first names. Yeah. Uh, Justin Jeff. Justin Jeff. Justin. Yeah. Are you and sure? Is, is there only Nick, the three of them? Drew. Yeah. Justin, Justin Jeffrey. And Justin Jeff. Jeffrey. Sorry, Justin Jeffrey. Jeff. And Jeffries. then there's a guy named Jeff yeah. as well. What? It's, okay, hold on. Okay, there's stop. two Jeffs. So, so there's Nick. Yeah. Drew. Yeah. Justin. Yes. And Jeff. There's four. Yes. Really? And I Justin. Just, it just so happens that yeah. Justin's last name is Jeff. Oh, so What's Jeff's last name? Do they not have a manager Townsend. to sort this out for Our them? Timmons. Jeff Timmons. Like, that's why you need a... A manager should have sorted that nonsense out years ago. Like, you can't have names? a Jeff and a Jeffrey in the same band. Oh, Jeff, t- he became a, a stripper for a little while. <laughs> yes. We I had him in studio. <laughs> Chippendales or something. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Really? yeah, yeah. yeah Jeffrey the stripper? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, come on. That's big up 98 degrees. They, give them their flowers. Those guys had hits, man. Cherish you for the rest of my life. This is all before before our time, Maria. Yeah, yeah. Your, pro- was, your parents probably made out to one of these. Songs. Was that good music at the time, or are you only loving it now because of the nostalgia? These were bangers back in the day. No, that was a good question. <laughs> like, was this good at the time? I have no, I have no. Yes, it was Be- good. You know why? Because all the other boy bands. No, no, no. That's not what I asked. That's not what I asked. The that's same. not what I asked. I'm gonna say that's yes. Not what I asked. I'm sticking by my answer. Are you lying right now, Shem? No, those are bangers. <sighs> Uh, can I turn my mic Don't off? Don't compare it to oh. now. No. Okay, you know I what? Didn't, no, I didn't no, compare I won't. it to now. I they said, can flat these... out sing. They can flat out sing and they could sing then and yes, good music. good music at the time? Yes. yes. Good music? Yes. yes. Okay. All right. Yes. All right. Fine. Fair enough. No big deal. Now? Yeah. We're not saying now. Uh, right. Yeah. Anyway, big up 90 degrees. Would you yeah. pay to see them on tour? <laughs> no. <laughs> There's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, 98 degrees. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, here's uh, Meg the Stallion in her own words. Remember that the story was that she got in a, an argument with Justin Timberlake backstage oh, yeah. at the MTV Awards, and then everybody's like, "No, no, no!" It was just Meg talking with her hands, and she's a huge fan of Justin Timberlake, but she didn't like the way they met. She wanted like a more formal, cooler meeting. Uh, so here is uh, Meg the Stallion talking to ET. 
So in the proper meeting, yes. we were really crying, laughing because it was like, in what world is Megan Thee Stallion beefed out on Justin Timberlake? I just, I thought it was so funny because I talk with my hands. Like right now, I'm like, yeah, yeah, girl, you did. So I know this right here looks crazy. I had my in ears in and I couldn't hear him. Then Justin Timberlake walks by. He's like, it's nice to meet you. I was like, no, no. First of all, I can't hear you. So no, this is not how I'm gonna meet. Take it back. Take it back. This is not how I'm gonna meet Justin Timberlake back here. Okay. Oh my God. JT is actually putting together a new album. So, what I'm thinking, what we all need right now, mm -hmm. is a little Megan Thee Stallion and, and a little Jay. Like, right. right. I told him, I was like, Justin, we got to bring sexy back back. Oh. Damn. Could yes. you imagine yes. Justin Timberlake's mm -hmm. song with Meg Thee Stallion? Oh. Yeah, that will really help Justin Timberlake. It you know will. what I'm yeah. saying? Right? Like be really fire. help. Almost, almost more than the Insync reunion. hundred <laughs> percent. Yo, yeah. I read that Meg Thee Stallion. And Cardi B, well, according to Meg Thee Stallion, yeah. have enough songs for like a mini album, an EP. Really, huh? Together, the two of them. Yeah. Tro drop it in the summer. I'm here for it. Damn. Oh, filthy. Damn. Oh, filthy. So filthy. Oh, bongos is nuts. Bro. Oh, wow. I, like, could, damn. I could not. I, is that too much? Is that it too may, much? I, I think that the way they do it is the best way to do it, which is every now and then they just like drop Like every three years? Of, yeah, they just drop one of these because it's so shocking, right? Like it's, it is. Yeah. Yes. Y'all, can you imagine Bro. the two of them on a full album? I'm imagining. Nope. <laughs> no, I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, David Morey chatting with Marlon Wayans, and he's uh, going to be here for uh, Just for Laughs. Um, and I didn't know this, but Marlon Wayans left comedy for like 20 years. And it was because he got heckled, but it's who heckled him that sort of drove him at a comedy. And so listen to this. So being your first solo show at Just for Laughs, I do want to go back a little bit, several years, and you took a break from comedy for 20 years. Now, I read that this was because one dude heckled you. You got to tell us who it was and why and what happened. I didn't just get heckled. I got heckled by one of the funniest guys ever. It was Chris Rock, damn it. And I bombed so bad, I quit stand-up comedy for 20 years. Did he not like your joke? <laughs> uh, he was like, where's the jokes? He just kept on heckling me. Damn. You <laughs> call that funny? I thought you were the weigh-in. He said I'm more like an Osman to me. He just kept going. And uh, I bombed. Uh, and, uh, Damn. I came back, and I always said that, you know, um, karma is a, a bee. So when, uh, and I just always want to pay him back, but I didn't. And then God, God paid him back for me when he cracked that joke on Jada and Will got up and slapped him out. Like, oh my God. That was God. Can you believe that? that and, and, and also, and here's a clip from, uh, from Marlon's uh, stand-up, not that long after uh, the Chris Rock slap. Listen to this. And that leads me to believe one or two things about my brother Chris Rock. Either he is the strongest black man that God ever created, or he is truly one. He didn't even act like he's gonna hit him back. He didn't do nothing else. He 
didn't put his hands up. I didn't see his little claws curl up. That just took it. And then complimented Will on the snap. Oh, no. I can't believe it. Will Smith just slapped me at the Oscar. This the best moment in Oscar history. God, there's some stuff there, huh? Because I saw that clip of Marlon after the slap, and I was like, wow, like, that's a, like, he's one of the only people who's, like, going at Chris for this in the comedy world. Everybody else sort of backed Chris a little bit. And I was like, why does Marlon hate Chris Rock so much? And I guess this explains it. Marlon Wayne, hearing him (laughs) and that reaction reminds me of that meme of the guy standing behind the tree. And he's like rubbing his hands, licking his lips. Yeah. Pokes out from behind the tree. Like, yeah, got him. Uh, That was great, Maury. Thank you for that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, The One Million March for Children uh, is being held in cities across the country today with counter protests also set. So the group organizing the march says that it advocates for the, quote, elimination of the sexual orientation and gender identity curriculum in schools, pronouns, and mixed balance bathrooms in schools, Mm -hmm. and to, quote, protect our children from indoctrination and sexualization. Uh, LGBTQ rights group Canadians United Against Hate says that the march is a, quote, anti-LGBTQ hate campaign uh, in disguise. The Elementary Teachers Federation of Ontario has also come out to condemn the rally, saying that any action or events to seek to undermine the rights and dignity of the 2S LGBTQ plus community must be denounced around the GTA um, protests and counter-protests are su- uh, supposed to be happening at Queen's Park as well as City Halls in Milton and Mississauga. <laughs> Mississauga. <laughs> God, I miss her. Good old Hazel, huh? Yeah, RIP to oh, the Queen. Mississauga. I can't say Mississauga without saying it like Hazel McCallion. She, right? she was ride or die. She Saga. was, man. She was. Remember when she went on about the airport? Because the people called the Toronto airport? It's not in Toronto. It's <laughs> yeah, Mississauga. What's the, ad- what's the address? Yeah. A lot of events will be held in Mississauga. Uh, that they landed in the great city of Mississauga. <laughs> I, I love Queen. that girl. Yeah, she was the best. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Man, Taylor Swift knows what's up. She knows that Taylor Swift can make such an incredible statement really without doing anything. So when Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner broke up, there was all that dirty laundry that were aired and aired about a couple that nobody really knew anything about. Like, no, they, they didn't have any, like, they were a pretty enclosed couple. And then all this nastiness came out. And the story was that it was Joe Jonas and his PR machine that were leaking all of this stuff, right? Taylor knows what's up. Taylor knows what's up. So I don't know if you saw this, but last night in New York City at 2 a.m. in the morning, arm in arm walking out of a restaurant, Sophie Turner and Taylor Swift, two of Joe Jonas's exes. That's how you do it. She's like, yo, let me let me help. Let me help with this. That's how you do it. When you're Joe Jonas and you release all that stuff, allegedly, about yeah. your ex, your wife, mother of your children, and then she goes and spends an evening out on the town with your ex-girlfriend. <laughs> and walks out the front door. Bro. The front door. Yep. And you, ah! and you rarely Got see Taylor ah! anywhere, right? Like, yeah. she's pretty enclosed, too. But, yeah, this was definitely a statement. I love to see it, man. Love to see it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, so, hey, remember those aliens that they carted out in those little boxes in Mexico last week? 
Yeah. So these were done by these self-proclaimed ufologists. Mm-hmm. It's cake, right? And <laughs> yeah, that video is crazy. <laughs> Yo, that, that was they, fast too. They turned that around so I know. quick. So, but this guy was known for hoaxes and stuff in the past. Uh-huh. So the claim was that these little bodies were found in Peru and were quote non-human beings that are not part of our terrestrial evolution. So doctors at a laboratory in Mexico City, carried out x-rays and CT scans on the little bodies yesterday. Mm -hmm. The director of the Health Sciences Research Institute of the Secretary of the Navy, which carried out the tests, so they tested those little bodies, and they determined this. The first study was a computerized tomography. The second study was a simple x-ray. And the third was a fluoroscopy study. In the three studies, we tried to see the structure of the skeleton of these bodies, and we were able to determine that it does indeed belong to a single skeleton that has not been joined to other pieces. Because the story was that they were all saying, all the skeptics were saying that these little bodies were assembled with maybe some human but also animal bones, and they just Mm. cobbled these things together. But they say, no, those bones belong to a single skeleton that has not been joined to or with other pieces. So where's the rest of them? That was the whole body. No, like the clan. Oh, there. I don't know. See, and the like, other thing, come get your man's. The other thing people are saying is that these are just mummified people, like little people. Oh, right. Sure. That's why the faces are all because of the, the mummification process, right? But yeah. but they are of one. It's one body. It's not something that some guy made and then everything else. And it's certainly not cake. Bro, that cake looked delicious, it though. It really did. It was a gorgeous-looking cake. I was cake. like, give me a slice. I know. I don't know how people do that. Like, I don't cut off that arm or something. <laughs> <laughs> right? So that, does that help with your skepticism at all? Uh, we're all a little skeptical because Mexico. But does this help with your skepticism at all? No, those guys are real. You think they're real? Like little alien bodies? Yes. Yes? You think yes. so? They're little, that little? Hondo P. Interesting. Yes. What'd yes. you say? Hondo P. What's that? What's Hondo P mean? Oh, man. What's Hondo P mean? Sound it out, bro. Hundo P. Hundo? Hundo. What what would hundo mean to you? Hungry. <laughs> hungry. Yeah. So, okay, so hungry, hungry for P. Hungry for P. You're hungry for P? You got it. Yeah? Thing. Yeah? You got it, man. That's you a got- weird thing to say on the radio, but <laughs> it's your show, too. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, the Writers Guild of America resumed uh, bargaining yesterday. Uh, with the studios as the 142-day strike continues. Uh, several top CEOs this time joined the talks, including Bob Iger from Disney and the heads of Netflix, NBC Universal, Warner Brothers Discovery. Uh, the talks concluded uh, late afternoon with a plan to return to the table today, and sources described yesterday's session as encouraging. Oh, that's it? <laughs> that's, that's it. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, so. Just pay them for the work. It's that's a whole lot of other stuff too, though, with the writers. It's crazy. Uh, and then you got this. Uh, there's a group of U.S. authors, including John Grisham, Jonathan Franzen, and Game of Thrones author George R. R. Martin, who are suing OpenAI and ChatGPT, accusing Why? the company of unlawfully training artificial intelligent chatbots by using their work. Uh, the class action lawsuit uh, filed this week joined several others from writers. 
uh, with source code owners and visual artists against generated AI providers. In addition, Microsoft is in on this as well. Similar lawsuits are pending against meta platforms and stability AI over the data that they use to train their AI systems. Uh, OpenAI and ChatGPT uh, say that they use their training and the data uh, scraping is what they call it from the internet. And they call it fair use under U.S. copyright law. But because where one of the big things that happened was somebody went on chat GPT and basically had chat GPT write a prequel to Game of Thrones. Like oh, and, and what? It was and, perfect. And it was like fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like totally fine. But all of that info was, of course, scraped from the source material, which was George R.R. R. Martin's work. And and I guess you could just like release that, and people are like, oh my god, you know, got the. When sequel. are you going to make this? What, yeah, right. Like it's 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 crazy. So so this may be a way to sort of combat the excessiveness of AI. I don't know, but right now everybody's freaking out because it's just that good, right? Quick. It's quick. It's quick. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, oh, Ron, tell me about Ron on uh, Jersey Shore. Oh. So. <laughs> Is he Look at Maria. Yo, Maria. Maria's a fan of the show, right? Big fan. Okay. Yeah. Same with Sham. Same with me. Shock. Great show. Guys, oh. I miss it so much. Okay, I so- have a great idea. We should start a Jar on Jersey Shore group chat. Please right. go. Oh, leave me out I'm of it. So leave me I'm out so of it. In. I don't want to be a part of any of that. Start so, from the beginning. So here's a, there's an interview that somebody did at LAX uh, with Ron. And uh, I guess he wants back on the show. I don't know. What happened? Is Ron not on the show? He was on the show for a long time, and then he dipped for a while. Um, he went to rehab, I believe, and he kept getting arrested and stuff. So oh. he took some time off the show. Yeah. He came back to the show, and he kept getting arrested and, like, domestic abuse and all this oh, and this, right? Jesus. All these charges. So then he took a, more time off. Yeah. And I think this is the third time he's left the show. Yep. And I believe this is the longest he's been away from the show but he wants back in, I guess. So he now, was right? part of family vacation, though, yeah. right? Yep. Briefly, yeah, 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 is, yeah. That the, is that the deal? But mm-hmm. now he wants, like, back on, like, like he wants back in with the crew full-time? Is that the deal? Mm-hmm. Okay, here's Ron. Ron. You're back on, you're back on Jersey Shore uh, on the reunion. Uh, it's, well, not the reunion, the vacation. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here and there, you know. Hopefully uh, you'll see a lot more of me. Uh, as time passes by, so we'll see. Did you interact at all with Sammy? I know, like, that's, that's uh, the That's a wait and see. You got to keep watching and see. Oh, interesting, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so was, it, was it awkward? Did you, you, did you see her? Did you uh, run into her? Wait and see. I, I got to ask how you're doing, bro. Like, I'm what, good, what's bro. going on? I relocated to Florida. I'm like, yeah. going full time. Uh, so you're starting a school, so I got a routine taker to school. Yeah. And my business is out here. That's why I'm out here. Yeah. Doing some stuff for work. And I've been single for over a year and a half. And I enjoy being happy, bro. Are you on the dating apps, though? No, no dating okay, apps, whatever. bro. No dating apps. Uh, so <laughs> when they say to him, have you seen her, I assume they mean... Sam. Yes. yes. Right? Because Sam came back for the latest season. She had been gone for the Years. entire duration. So weren't they lovers, of, though? Yeah. Oh. oh, my goodness. Big, yeah. big relationship. But, but it, always it, and it, and it, Oh, it was a fighty kind mm-hmm. of relationship. Bro, this is the most explosive ever. You will never ever be somebody like, like, you. like me. Go enjoy your <laughs> life. I will. Stop! <laughs> Don't touch my <laughs> ever. I go home crying over you, and you get a girl's number, you're with me. Stop! Get up! Just stop. Stop talking to me. Uh, I hate you. Don't ever me. Look at me ever again, you idiot. I hate you. I hate you. How great would it be, uh, Sammy's sweetheart and Ron, 
and the damage to a couple's vacation. Oh my oh. god. Maury and Matthew. Oh no. Wow. <laughs> That would be the best. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, do we have time for Olivia Wilde? Always. Love her. Should good singers do karaoke? Sure, why not? No, I agree with Olivia Wilde on this one. Oh, no. what? Yeah, I don't. Nobody wants to see a good singer do karaoke. My friends never invite me to go. No, no, for I, that I don't same wanna, reason. I want to see Maury do karaoke. I don't want to listen to Shem do karaoke. I think it's fun <laughs> to no. hear Damn, man. someone who's a great no. singer no. sing somebody else's great Just song. a small town girl. This is what I want. Living in a lonely world. Here we go. She took the midnight train going anywhere. Give it. Give it. Keep going, Maury. Just a city boy born and raised in South Detroit. <laughs> He took the midnight train going anywhere. Keep going, keep going, keep going. One light, two lights. <laughs> Look at those three lights. <laughs> uh, here is Olivia Wilde on a uh, show called uh, uh, Subway Takes, where they do a one-minute interview on a New York City subway. So what's your take? Good singers shouldn't do karaoke. 100% it's agree. It's not for them. It's not for them at all. They can go get paid to do that. We, in the non-good singing community, paid to be able to go and sing. Not only that, but we pay good money. We pay good, we pay good money, money to be able to go and sing badly. Have you ever been booed off stage for being Absolutely. a bad karaoke singer? I'm terrible, but that's the point. That's the point. I take pride in being booed off, because that's great. You just get the turnover. That's the next song now. We don't need to sit through a cover. If I wanted to hear a cover, I would just listen to the real song. Preach. It doesn't even matter how good you are. Like, there's no singer good enough that I want to see them do karaoke well. If you're like Justin Bieber and you're doing karaoke... Greatest singer on earth. Can you do your own song? Absolutely not. <laughs> that's just singing. Yeah, that's just us paying to see you. Perform. <laughs> I more. agree with her. Before we wrap it up, start from uh, one light again. One light, two light. Look at there's a third light. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Toronto International Airport was ranked the second worst, uh, largest airport in the continent. For overall traveler satisfaction, according to a new poll, Yikes. the annual survey uh, ranking based on rankings on a variety of factors, including terminal facilities, airport arrivals, departures, baggage claims, security check, oh. and food services. Damn. The only uh, airport that outranked uh, Pearson in its awfulness was uh, Newark in New Jersey. Oh so, no! There you go. You know what's bad when we're just above Jersey yeah. or mm-hmm. right behind Jersey? Oh, yeah, yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, William Shatner and CTV Sandy Ronaldo um, are together. No, they're going like they they got beef. Why? So I guess what happened is Sandy Ronaldo's coming up on like her big fifty year anniversary. I guess it is. Okay. And so she it's put great. to she put together a list of like her like top fifty interviews that she's done. And wow. I guess years ago she she had a terrible experience with William Shatner where she thought he was a jerk. And then I guess she wanted to do like a make good interview with William Shatner. Mm-hmm. Part and of so, a whole TV special that aired on Tuesday night. And uh, so they got a hold of William Shatner's people and booked another interview that was supposed to be, you know, like a make good. Sure. And it was just like it was awkward and awful. Like, here's a here's a clip of like this. It's just not entertaining. So this at is all. new. This is the new interview. What kind of a grandfather are you? I mean, you, Worshipful. Do you, you dote on your granddaughters. Dote. Yeah. Where do you think dote came from? 
I don't know. You tell me. I know, but I can't stand it. I don't know where dote came from. Where did the word dote come from? He's using his you ready? phone. Yes. Do you want one of us to look it up so you and I I'm can chat? It. Oh, we can chat right now. Please, go ahead. Okay. Oh, I need no. the eye contact. I, you want me to take my contacts out? <laughs> what, you're a stand-up comic in addition to everything else? <laughs> no, I'm a sit-down comic. That's because oh, okay. that's it. <laughs> it's going to be this type of oh, interview, no. I right. can tell. You are still a little bit cantankerous, huh? Cantankerous is a good word. How, how would you describe yourself? Amenable. Okay. Back in the day, would well, you have been okay what, with that description? Day? What's the day? What do people say? What, oh, no. What do they mean? You know, this interview, yes. I'm trying to follow the bouncing going further ball. afield, right? <laughs> I mean, it's I, not what you expected at all. Which is fine. Yes. I love going with oh, it. Good. You know, if you, if you want to banter back and forth. I'm not bantering. <laughs> oh, no. I'm answering your question. <laughs> You know, there are people who didn't like you, haven't liked you along the way. No. I can't imagine that nobody would, would not like me along the way. You like yourself. I think so. Sandy, okay, come on now. So someone tweeted, uh, <laughs> William Shatner was on his effing phone in the middle of an interview. Uh, if that's not rude and adolescent of him, I don't know what is. And then Shatner responded saying, no, her people were filming before the interview uh, during setup. If you notice, I asked the camera guy after it starts airing, uh, where was he cutting me as far as the framing goes? Uh, I asked that before every interview begins, not after. And then somebody else said, I just watched your interview with Sandy Ronaldo. Very disappointed. Um, uh, in you that's all i can say and then he responded saying yeah well it appears she had an agenda her producer called begging for a 30-minute interview i relented and said okay when i usually only give national outlets 15 to 20 minutes she then took an hour asking ridiculous questions i feel uh it was to get a bad interview so she could play victim for ratings CTV should be ashamed for airing the embarrassment of her employees of their employees agenda. I am ashamed of the yellow journalism that Canadian news reporters appear to stoop to for Woo! eyeballs. CTV won't be interviewing me again after this, so you have nothing to worry about. Oh, damn. Who knew? Damn. damn. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Kenneth Petty, the husband of Nicki Minaj, has been ordered 120 days house arrest oh, after no. violating the terms of his probation by posting a clip on social media where he threatened offset the uh, husband of Cardi B. So in a court order filed yesterday, Petty was ordered to undergo uh, home monitoring after he was, quote, recorded on video making threatening remarks to a specific individual while in the company of someone with a criminal record. The specific individual, as we just said, was offset. And uh, so in, in the video, I guess what happened was uh, Petty was with some guys who like all had criminal records and they were out in front of a hotel where offset was staying. And in mm -hmm. the video, they said, you shouldn't be planning a vacation. You should be uh, planning your funeral or something <laughs> to the something to that effect. And uh, Pet was sentenced to three years probation back in 2022. So this was a probation violation. And this, of course, was after he pleaded guilty to failing to register as a sex offender in California. So that's Nicki Minaj's husband. Ooh, Damn. Standing out there with the goons. Right. Just trying to start something. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, according to a new survey, because Halloween is right around the corner, I guess, and everybody's talking uh, scary movies. Mm -hmm. uh, the top seven iconic horror films. The top seven iconic horror films. Saw? Saw is not on the list. Oh, uh, Conjuring. No, not on the list. Iconic. 
Saw two. <laughs> no. <laughs> Exorcist. No. Exorcist is number seven. Night of the Living Dead is number seven. six, according to the survey. Nightmare on Elm Street is number is number five. Oh, Halloween. Duh. Halloween is not on the list. Uh, number three How's is a Halloween tie. Halloween not on the list. Hall- well, so, sorry. Halloween is on the list, but it's tied for three with American Werewolf in London. Never seen that. Carrie is number two. You ever see that? No. No. And uh, Friday the 13th is number one. Who made this list? Yeah, give us your the, list, the people, Maria. The people made this list. The people over the, people. the age of 50 made this oh. list. Nothing is past the Iconic. 2000s. It's iconic. It's not. They're all, they're not. They're, you're not what, what is not iconic on that list? What about. Like, if you watch the original Exorcist, like, okay, yeah, it's scary. But, like, it's just old. It's, it's not, icon- like, it's scarier movies. What about, I know what you did last summer. No, it's not iconic. Like Insidious, none of those. Yeah, not that's iconic. That's the one I was thinking of. Yo, Insidious, man. Insidious, I was wrapped in a blanket like a burrito watching through the holes of the blanket. What's I, the other no, one no. that got me so scared I had to sleep with the lights on? Um, um, um. Starts with a... Uh, I haven't seen The Nun, but apparently The Nun is terrifying. Oh, what is it? What guy? Uh, paranormal Activity. Paranormal Activity. Oh, I, I like those ones. I'm sorry with Maury. I, the only one of those new movies that I would consider to be iconic would be Saw. Saw is iconic. The first Saw. That changed the game. All those movies that came out after Saw make Saw an iconic film, for sure. But yes. Insidious, I don't, I, it's a great movie, great horror movie. So Not good. iconic. Not iconic. Can I give a shout-out to my uncle's horror movie? Which is? Black Christmas. Yes, sure, yes. Is it on the list? It is not on no. the list. Uh, and, and according to uh, these same people, who is the most iconic uh, villain from a horror movie? Oh, Freddy Krueger. Gotta be. Wait, but that's not a villain. Chucky? What do you mean it's not a villain? It kills you in your dreams. Who's the guy in the mask? Um, Ghostface? Yeah. Oh, from Scream. Yeah. Scream. Uh, yeah, so he's number three. Oh, Billy the oh. Puppet. Billy the Puppet? From Saw. No. What uh, about that gremlin looking thing? A gremlin, you mean? <laughs> no. <laughs> What's that? Uh, Freddy, Freddy Krueger's number one. <laughs> Um, With the orange hair. Uh, Chucky was Chucky. Chucky is number <laughs> Chucky's number two. Ghostface from Scream. And what was your what was your guess, Maury? Oh, uh, Billy the pu- Puppet. No, Billy the Puppet didn't make the list. So that's your oh. top three. What about Slenderman? No, Slenderman is not on the list. Yo, your girl, your, your girlfriend, your wife just texted me <laughs> and saying, Catherine. Yes, and she reminded me that Babadook got me shook as well. That's right, Babadook. Babadook. Duck. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.